You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. With another beautiful episode of the Emo Brown Podcast. El Mexicano Más Triste. Those uh, advertisers you heard before you hear our beautiful voices are from the wonderful people at Lolita's, the Balboa Avenue Dispensary, and the three-headed monster of the Manhattan, the Elwood, and three punk ales. Mm. With me today. This is weird. Two compitas. Both way? Never. This... this this fixture, this this way, this organization, this setup has never been done. I have the big-headed Colombian. Present. And I have the big-headed Cesar. ¿Qué dice? Cesarian section. Así te voy a poner el Cesarian. Oh, there you go. El compita Cesarian. Hey, guys. What's cracking? ¿Qué dice? ¿Qué pasó? You guys, are, you guys better speak up. You're very soft-spoken today, and I just want to make sure everyone Damn, is you're angry today. Board. I think that's a problem. Aggressive. Yeah. Last time you were you were depressed, and now you're angry. Last time I was depressed. Why were we depressed? What would, oh, snaparoo. Yeah, remember? Last time we uh, recorded together, Caesar, we were releasing the Emo Brown can. Yep. But before the releasing Emo Brown can, we had a dilemma. Se nos quebró nuestro pinche canner. En el segundo día, güey. El prim- oh, you're right. The second day. The second day. I got through like maybe four cases, and then <laughs> I just <laughs> took a dump all over us. I went Cried and I talked bit. to um, the people at Creative Creature, That's El Copita right. Brian Kelly, Los Hizo El Paro, and they not only let us borrow their machine, they fixed ours. And here we are today, united as one, because you guys came to can the second beer that we did. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're releasing Sandia. our watermelon seltzer with a hint of mint. La Santiago right Watermelon there. Seltzer. <laughs> It's a good beer, man. People have been wanting to drink it. People have been wanting to purchase it in four packs. Yep. So who am I to say no to progress? And money. And that too. money. Take their money. Boys. Take my money. This is a weird setup because it's very rare that I have three people on one episode. In the rape closet. In the rape closet. But before we go any further, let's give a nice little cheers. Salucitos. Our special sponsor of the day is brought to you by Virgin. Virgin Beer. Every time you come in, Caesar, you always keep it, keep it Simcoe. You always bring me a little Carlsbad Crush right. and a little bit of the Kiwis Playhouse. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> and it's ever blazing. I'm gonna change the name to that now. What do we got? How are you guys doing? Good. What's cracking? Very good. Caesar, man. you first. What's on your mind? Everything and anything, man. It's been a busy, busy, weird week. We're back to the whirlwind of rechanging and reclosing and reopening, all in the span of one fucking week. But here we are. But it's not anything new. No, we've been. Um, it's just different. Every week we have new mandates. Every week mm-hmm. we have new rules in this beer industry of ours. Uh, I think the state of California is going to run out of wrenches because they've thrown them all at us and we've adapted. Currently, we are working outside of the brewery. What's Because when you're inside, you're still actually outside, don't you? So we're currently working outside of the brewery. Tengo el pinche taqueros, el vaquero taco, San Diego. Yeah, he's outside. Set Good it up, grub. dude. He's got great, Good grub. great grub. grub. Yeah. We're also working in conjunction with Don Pedro's. These guys over here, the guy down in the corner, the taco shop, bro. It's it's a good time. Everybody say hello to Colombia, and it's been a while. Where you been hiding, dude? I don't know, man. I just been at home. Just what is it that um you guys are talking about right now? You guys are throwing the the government keeps throwing wrenches into your system day in day out. Mm-hmm. What does that dude Bear, Bear Gorilla say? Improvise, adapt, overcome. That's, That's what you, what you say. That's what you always say. We're in our, in our little group chat. You're you're always saying that. Yeah, because I, I never mean, knew that's who said it. Yeah, bear bear grills or I, I I was giving you credit for that. Yeah, never mind. I, I was yeah. If you didn't say shit, bro. <laughs> in the group chat, See, you no, say it, so I'm like, Damn, I would this... never have known that it was anybody else. But I you. was gonna put you on a motivational poster in my office and everything. Yeah, man, you should. I uh, should just shut up. No, but that's pretty much what it is. Like. Whether it's your business, my like what I do for a living, what other people are doing for what a living. What do you do for a living, Colombian? Workers comp, bro. What Workers comp mean? claims. What does that mean? Basically, if you have employees, Go ahead. you have a business, you have yeah. employees, you have to have workers comp insurance yes, to ensure that if anything happens. We do. Happens, I assure you we do. If anything happens Things on the job, tense. that insurance comes in. 
and helps assist with medical bills, benefits such as temporary disability mm. while they're basically out of work. And then hopefully, ideally, be able to get them back to full recovery and back to day to day, back on the grind. You're going to need that insurance because you hired Cynthia. She's going to stab somebody. No, she's not. Cynthia, Cynthia's been a superstar in, in the tasting room. I don't know what she paid you to say that, her Patreon <laughs> level, but no lo creo. I know that Satan does certain things. Top tier. I'd like to take this opportunity to mention Patreon. Patreon, thank you guys for all those sponsors being part of this show. What uh, do I have for you coming up this month? Well, it's awesome that you ask. The Emo Brown Social Club. Mm. You've seen the logo. You've seen the print. Now you get to wear it. This month, everybody who's involved in the Emo Brown Patreon, alias, a.k.a. also known as the Emo Brown Social Club, you'll be getting a killer, a killer shirt with our branding and logo. But that's not for sale. It's not for everybody. It's simply for the people who are involved in the Patreon. A way for me to say thank you. Score. Thank you for being a part of this beautiful thing of ours. And away we go. There's an opportunity for you guys to join too before we actually uh, get these shirts out. So make sure you reach out. Look at our website, emobrown.com. Spread the word. We've got a lot of cool things coming up this year. It's been a weird year. It's been, it's been a good year. We're currently in July. And uh, half of the year for us, more than half of the year, has been yeah. in pinchy incarceration. We've been fucking quarantined. Like, like Akon locked up. Pero sabes que, wait. The, 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 the Emo Brown podcast has grown. It's been ridiculous. Like when we, we, we first started this thing, we just kind of were dicking around, like whoop de wooing it up, not really having too much direction. Just, I mean, Truth be told, we don't have a lot of direction now. Like anytime we have a show where some people, <clears throat> Colombian, what's the format? What's the structure of the episode today? And I was like, bro, there come no with structure. it, come with it and spit it. That's all we got. You know, what, what's on your mind? Let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, come on, come along for the ride. It's getting better. I feel like we're producing a little bit more efficiently. Yeah. It sounds crisp, it sounds clean. Look at we have three microphones. Yeah. Jesus yep, Who would have thunk? Three microphones. No, because once upon a time, this was Georgie, Glasses, and myself. Yeah. And then no more Georgie because he got busy. So he, George still produces all of the episodes. Every episode goes through George. He makes sure it's all good. Glasses just recently came on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and came he, back like Jordan on the Wizards because it wasn't the second Bulls comeback. No, no, no. Yeah. It was definitely a Wizards There's comeback. Second three-peat. No. Uh-huh. So I, I, think, I think Glasses, that's all she wrote. I don't, I don't think there will be a, a, a third uprising with with glasses that's why i called the wizard one because that's it even. but he came to say hi he came to say hi to came and update us and we, we love him he was just here two minutes ago yeah i feel like people are like oh you guys don't talk to glasses that motherfucker literally was here yeah like two three minutes ago we text we talk we oh. talked about where we're gonna watch the fight who we're dropping money on what is he using his hair to make it look so firme you know shit like that <laughs> even when it's red it looks clean red bro I always make fun of him. I was like, I kind of always knew you'd end up my ex-girlfriend because he got that bass player from No Doubt here. You're like, you be 40 hair, man. Red, red hair. So what's been going on, man? COVID, reopening the breweries, social injustices. Everything. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. But uh, let me tell you a little something that I've been going through, a little personal shit. Um, I hate going to the doctor. I hate going to the dentist. So obviously in the last week, I've done both. (laughs) <laughs> um, I had like una pinche muela picada, dog. Um, English translation. One of my molars was picado. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have like a like a cavity, I guess, or something in, in one of my molars, because that shit has been painful, man. Painful to the point where cold water bothers it. Painful to the point where like a a, a sharp pain from the tooth goes up through my ear and like to the side of my temple into the nerve. No, way vale pito, dog. Oh my God, this has been legitimately one of the worst feelings I've ever had. So I had to go to the dentist and I I don't go to the dentist. Like I went to the dentist like five years ago and then prior to that, probably like five years, and, dentist, and I told the wife, he was like, oh, I'm gonna go in, this, that, then the other, he's gonna make fun of me for not coming to the dentist. I go in, he's like, you know what? Your teeth are in really good shape. You know, they're, they're, they're very aligned. You don't have any cavities. They're fucking wide. They're clean. Let's do another cleaning anyway, just because it's been five years. Um, He didn't find anything, you know? But I... I it's in my tooth. What about the He didn't find anything. He said, it's, I said, bro, it, it hurts. And he's like, well, you know what? Come back next week. 
Well, yeah, we're gonna give some. Uh, we're gonna give you a, a fillings, cap fillings, fillings. Like the white ones or the the, the clear ones. ones. The, the the young lady said the all the fillings we do here are the same color as your tooth, so you'll be fine. I said, all right, cool, bro. I've had fillings in my mouth over fifteen years. So at some point, these things got to give, and, and I feel like now they're all giving at once because my mouth has been in pain. Like the teeth, they just like that sharp little electric shock. Like like every now and then, it just it just it just hurts. So. Wifey got a little nervous. Like, oh my God, what's going on? Your head hurts? I said, yeah, because of my tooth. No, your head hurts. So she set up a doctor's appointment. So the doctor's appointment right now are very weird. Have you guys had to go to the doctor or mm-hmm. do anything during COVID? No, mm-hmm. but it's what? Telephonic? Todo por teléfono, doggy. Yeah. All over the bone. So on the phone, I talked to my doctor today. And he's, like, and he's, he's a Mexican doctor. Every, Spanish dude, right? bro, everything is Spanish. It doesn't matter how many times I tell him shit in English. Y este vato me responde en inglés, bro. En español. Yeah, perdón, en español. Y, hello, is Mr. Steve Garcia available? I need to speak to him. About... And I was like, sí, ¿qué pasó? ¿Cómo estamos? How are you? Ah, mi querido, mi, mi estimado Steve, uh, no hablando. And I was like, all right, cool. He just prescribed me 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. <laughs> I don't, what? I don't know. He what? didn't look at my mouth. He didn't do anything. He but just you told him it was because of I, your mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I told okay, him. I said, "This okay. is what's going on. My my mouth hurts. It's a. I, I know. It's. I'm ninety five percent sure it's a tooth because it originates in the tooth and it streams up through the side of my head and around my ear." And he's like, "Oh, you know what? It's probably an infection. Let me give you eight hundred milligrams of ibuprofen. I don't know what that means. Is that a lot, Caesar? I mean, for my drug addict ass at the time, no. But that's high grade. I mean, the normal ones that you take at the store are two hundred. So eight hundred. Those are heavy duty." Really? That's, what, that's what they give you to really take the edge off before they go to Vicodin or Valium or Percocet or Narco. So the 800 milligrams are no joke, man. That used to be my hangover remedy. Oh, man. Yeah. I hate pills. Ooh. But the, the pain has been annoying in my, my tooth for for like the last legit a week now. Today, knock on wood, it's dissipated. It's mm. chilled the fuck out. Like I've been like. As I'm saying it right now, it's like I'm still here, take head. And like I feel like the Have tooth you is just kind of any trans tried anything from uh miso healthy or Balboa Avenue dispensary. I have, bro. I upped my two milligram um edible. Mm. I went four? to I went to five. Oh. I, I yeah, for me it's a lot. I went to a five milligram and avec with con uh twenty five milligram C B D strip for the my tongue. I, I slept amazing. like an angel. I slept amazing. But when I woke up, it was like, boom, boom. like it, it feels like like there's like a, an EDC like festival in my mouth, and and my <laughs> tooth everyone's is, invited, and then the tooth is just like going. Is there anything that sets it up more than anything else? Me like thinking about it. Oh, okay. I was just thinking like me like cold water, yeah. sugar. Yeah, and it, it was a normal thing. Like I talked to the doctor. I said, you know what, mom, I've checked my blood pressure. My blood pressure, what was it? It was 116 over 70, I think. And I don't says, know what that means. Yeah, no, no, neither did I, so I Googled yeah, it's it. It's not then, a good golf score. And then Siri was like, no, that's good. That's, it's in the green. You're, you're normal. So I've done that the last couple of days. So I told him, it's just, it's just an annoying headache, and it derives from my, my mouth. And he said, all right, well, here, I'm going to give you these 800 milligram ibuprofen. Um, take it over the weekend. I'll shoot you a message on Tuesday. If it still hurts, then we'll set up an in-person uh, an in person appointment. Right. But if it's an infection, it'll probably be dead by then anyway. It's been annoying, bro. It's it's bothering me. What's bothering you? Damn, dude. You turned that around. I mean, it's how many of those did he tell you to take? I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll say on the fucking. Ooh, con cuidado, Have you Nada? started taking them yet or no? No, no. I gotta go pick them up today. I legit. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I legit just talked up today. Oh, okay. What are, What are the doctor appointments you got going on, bro? I'm not gonna have children anymore. You so during the COVID, doesn't work anymore or what? <laughs> but it, but it works. Um, I'm going to my second appointment for a vasectomy. Yeah. I during the home. COVID. So my it, prior to this, tenía la cita. I, I was gonna go do my exam, whoopie woo, check me out, talk to me. Are you in a mental state to decide whether or not you want to have ch- children anymore? We did that over the phone, and I was like, "Yeah, bro. I mean, I'm cool. I have three kids. I'm 41. I really don't see myself trying to like raise another youngster, even though my littlest one is two. But um, he said, "Okay, cool. Let's wait. Let's let, let's wait this COVID out, and then let's go ahead and have an examination and." We'll go ahead and plan it. So yeah, July twenty second, I have my final examination before the actual surgery. I'm kind of scared because everybody What's I've talked to about it um, enlarged testicles, bro. Mm. 
that's kind of like elephantitis. That's a, that's a thing. I'm I'm kind of scared. And then the they get bigger. Yeah. What happens if you have three? Do they three get... huevos? Yeah. No se way. Damn, I'm scared now. Why? You I have, have three. three. Well, the third one's like a it's like a cyst, but I I got it checked out like years ago, and they said it was fine. Like it's not malignant or whatever. Oh, you're being for real? Yeah, yeah. And I'm dead serious. I got three testicles. It's <laughs> like a superpower. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I can't cross one of them. It hurts. Is one of them radioactive? I don't know. Mm. That'd be a good question. Three huevos. Lance Armstrong is a little jelly right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you look. At, you can don't look at Lance. <laughs> you can look at Lance Armstrong and be, mijo. Lo que te falta me sobra, cabrón. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have to go do that and then just get a vasectomy and hopefully it'll be all done. I'm scared because I've had friends that have done it and they have said it's, you know, peachy keen, not a problem. I've had friends that have done it and said, bro, it was the worst experience. There was an infection. I had my, my, my testicles got huge. Oh, it damn. was, it, yeah, and I was like, I've heard uh, recovery Ooh. time could be from three days, like taking a weekend off to taking like a month off. Have been not like, working? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. No, no, no. If you not working, just like having to rest and not do anything. Damn, that's a I'm lot. I'm like, God damn. See, I know three people and all three of them had a pleasant experience and all three of them, I swear, were back within a week. Yeah. Listos. Listos. Oh my God. So I don't know. Maybe I just I'm know looking people forward that... to it. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not looking forward to it. Do you guys ever like have mental um, obstacles that you got to get through like oh this is gonna be a good week so long as on tuesday my dentist appointment goes well you know like when you do shit like that yeah yeah. i think oh. that's natural to our anxiety man wait no mom it's like every week i'm like all right this is gonna be a good week then i look at the calendar it's like oh wait no mom i gotta go to the dentist i wait no mom don't, don't get think ahead man day by day stay in the moment yeah. wherever you go there you are why because you worry about the past you can't change it looking to the future is something that's just taking away from the present moment stay in the moment and you'll take care of your future uh, all that shit just brings dread man when you get there you get there but okay half of me feels that this toothache um is stress related it's been huh. yeah and, and what are you stressed out about bro <laughs> everything it's not like you have 14 jobs and 36 everything. kids yeah. but there won't be a number 37 because mm. snip snip a ver si es cierto, doggy. I mean, hopefully I go through it. My dad, once upon a time, was going to have a vasectomy, and he, he, he punked out. He didn't, he didn't go through with it. My mom ended up getting herself, uh, what is it called? A tube tied. A tube tied, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that scares me, too. Damn. It's for the betterment of the world. I've yeah. given you guys three children. I've given the world three little Garcia champions, three yeah. little champions. I three feel like cubanos. Ya no te puedo dar más, güey. Ya, ya, más es ta cabrón, dog. Se ven cubanos, güey. I literally thought we were done, and today my wife is like, oh, I saw this story on Instagram. They just had a newborn baby, and look, just imagine, what if we had a little girl? Are you oh, down? Oh, hell no. Nah. Why not? How old are you? 30, 35. Yeah, you're down. I just turned 35 you're last down. week. You're down. Not like it was your birth oh snap yes. i'm gonna break you in on something here caesar let me know there's a reason why caesar or caesar why pinchy colombian alias junior didn't really make a big deal about his birthday i'll celebrate once upon a time we were in the front yard drinking whiskey getting drunk this motherfucker during the covid pops into the house every now and then and um just once, to say hi I'm just like to say Rogers. hi just to say hi the friendly neighbor <laughs> And yeah. then we'll, we'll start when drinking whiskey. Go? We'll just start yeah. drinking whiskey, bro. We'll just start drinking whiskey. I take off my sweater, out. put on my cardigan, put on my slippers. No, Won't you be my neighbor? So in one of these fun-filled afternoons of hanging out in the front yard, because I wouldn't allow, I don't allow Colombians into the house during the COVID. I don't know what they're bringing, first off. But, uh, <laughs> but he just hangs out in the front yard. We're drinking whiskey. And then he hits me with it. Bro, are you prepared to receive Jesus? And I was like, what, what, what? He breaks it out that he's Jehovah, a Jehovah witness. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not, ignorant to that. I'm not Jehovah. I'm just a Jehovah's witness. Yes. A witness. Oh, un yeah. testigo de Jehová. Yep. And I just don't know what that means. Oh, man. So for me, it just. No it, birthdays, it, no Christmas. It just opened up. A new kind of warm A world of questions for me. Because I'm, I'm one of those fools that you give me a little bit. I want everything. So it's like, all right, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're Jehovah's witness. First off, how do you spell that? Second, aren't you supposed to be from Utah? And then you're like, no, bro, those are fucking those are Mormons. Those are Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. Those are Mormons. I was like, oh, okay. okay. We, we had a little bit of a talk about this. I think I told you when my sister first met my now brother-in-law, his family, Jehovah's Witness. So we went to, we were at the of Jehovah for a couple of years. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, really? Yeah. Kingdom Hall what, up there what, what, in Escondido. What rules, what guidelines do you guys adhere to? That's a great question. Well, that's why I'm asking the Jehovah. No, but witness. See, that's crazy. 
There's there's a certain yes, there's a criteria to anything and everything of it, but just like with anything and everything else in my life, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none. So I can't comment enough. I I don't have a, a strong enough knowledge base to be able to hmm. explain X, Y, and Z to everyone that asks me that question, like, oh, why don't you celebrate birthdays? Bro, I just grew up that way. I mean, it is yeah. what it is. Like there and, and, and there's a lot of people that are like that. Uh-huh. And I, I think that's that's with a lot of different religions. When someone says like, oh, you're Catholic, well, what exactly does that mean? We eat the body of Christ and we drink the blood of Jesus. All right, well. We're cannibals. Yeah. And you get <laughs> and you get one point four billion in PPP loans. Did they really? Yeah, man. Damn, you bro. didn't see that story break? We'll no. talk about that next. Damn, Damn, how many preachers is that gonna get oh, off you the posted that, right? Yeah. yeah. Dog, the, the amount of now that they've been forcing people to release records on who got money, woo! It goes deep. The Lakers got money. He fucking Con Yeezy got money for his goddamn company, even he was a billionaire. Jared Kushner. Yeah, man. Nancy Pelosi, everyone wants to give her props. It's the biggest gangs in the world, man. Democrats and Republicans. But e- even before that, like if you think of, uh, and this is pre COVID, um, we call it BC. Amazon. What? We call it BC. Before Christ? Before COVID. Oh, before COVID, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just changed the meaning real quick. What is it? Um, Jeff Bezos at Amazon. Like, oh, yeah. Even before COVID, anything, it was like when it came to taxes, Amazon doesn't pay taxes. Nope. They get money back. And that's amazing to me because this dude is the richest man in the yeah. world. On way to becoming the first trillionaire? The yeah. world, Craig. And his company still gets a tax return like, yep. of millions of dollars. Yeah. That's why I always laugh at people. Like, well, I'm going to boycott this, boycott that. I'm like, you better do your research and boycott a lot of things. You know? Have you boycotted anything? Because I know you've been, you've been, you've been heavy in the game. Yeah. Heavy in the game of being vocal about social injustices. <sighs> you've been. I mean, I, I, I'm happy that I'm doing something on my end. But you have just los apantallastes. How do you say apantallar in English? You have just uh, cast a large face. shadow. With what you've done. You I'm just are, trying to do my part, man. Yeah, you, you know? are. Definitely you know? are. Dylan and I took it upon ourselves to start Who's donating Dylan? money. Uh, my counterpart at Virgin, he handles all of North County. And we decided about a month ago that all the delivery money we made from uh, the beer, from Virgin, the home deliveries, that we would start donating that. So I think we're up to almost 1500 each that we've donated. We well both done. spent a lot of time in the office, man, calling different legislative uh backings and calling the district attorney's office calling city council members calling police stations emails letters whatever it may be you know it's you got to pick your way to be a contributor you know and and not everybody can go out there and pound the pavement in protest not everybody can be on the front lines but there's something for everybody and that's the route that we took you know so how do you hey chicle would be proud of you Who's I'm kidding. No, I'm oh, kidding. I love Chicle, man. He's a man, dude. That man motivates me every time he opens his mouth, man. I'm a Jehovah Witness. What is the biggest rule I cannot break? Um, uh, I think there's plenty of rules that you no, can no, 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 no. The biggest. Um Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, again, I say jack of all trades, master of none. Like, I, I don't, me personally, I think to, to each their own. I, I don't think there's anything that's going to, the, it, to me, it's not black and white. How do you? It's to me, gray. it's teach their own. Whatever floats your boat, whatever sinks your boat, that's between you and God. We, um, I talked to Josh last week, Josh Kemble, and we were talking about religion and we were talking about, what he's going to do because he came from a Christian background and uh, he was in a punk rock band with, with, with Christian roots. And we talked about how he is going to use that as a tool to raising his children. Do you guys raise your children as, as uh, practicing Jehovah's or yeah? how does that work? Yeah. Um, w- with us, it's, I mean, I, I grew up, I wasn't um, born a Joe's witness. My family got into it. I think when I was like eight years old and, I mean, I just grew up in it, and I'd never questioned it. I, I, I've never been a, a type of person that, um, even at work, yes, th- to a certain extent, I, I may question certain ideas or practices, but if you're telling me this is the way I got to do it, it is what it is. I have other things to worry about, and I don't want to stress on what the rules are. So if there were, you're telling me this is what's black, this is what's white, I just roll with the, I roll with the punches, and it is what it is. And my wife, she grew up uh, Jehovah's Witness, and so it's easy 
for us to just grow up raising our kids that way because all of our family is that way. If I were now in a situation where I wasn't a Jehovah's Witness and my wife was or vice versa, and we we're trying to raise our kids that way, because there's I'm sure that there's plenty of families that are like that, maybe that'd be a different conversation to have. But to me, it's to me, my my kids aren't losing anything by not having a birthday or not having Christmas because I still buy them stuff all the time. Like, oh, you guys want new shoes? Here's new shoes. Oh, you guys want a skateboard? If I have the money, here's a skateboard. I'd rather give my kids the type of upbringing that they I, that I feel as a parent they deserve, as opposed to saying, oh, well, today's your birthday, so today is your day. With my logic is, dude, you guys are my kids. I want the best for you regardless. So I'm gonna oh. freaking spoil the crap look, out of you guys. Look at you. Yeah, I didn't have a dad growing up, so that's a different story. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go down that path. Why? What happened? No, nothing. I'm just. Uh, is he still not back from getting cigarettes at the store? Yeah, dude, I don't know where he's at. Damn. There's a lot of us like that, huh? We got a group. Oh shit! Both of you are like yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe both of your dads went to go get cigarettes at the same place. Maybe. You never know, at man. The and they ran into each other and superstore. God, <laughs> 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 possible. <laughs> Oh you man, know, honestly, I, I was curious. About, no I, I was about, I was interested about the Jehovah Witness lifestyle. It's, and, a, and it's, a, tr- it's a trip, man. That, that that's the thing. Like with me, like I, it, like when people question it, like I, I was get, get a bit cringeworthy with it because I don't know how to explain why it is that I do what I do. It just I grew up that way. Yeah, and and, I, for, I, I and again, I, I was born and raised Catholic. So it wasn't until my sister found herself in this relationship that all of a sudden my family decided to jump on board and making a change when you don't know that stuff was was a trip, dude. All of a sudden being told, yeah, yeah we don't believe in Christmas. We don't believe in birthdays. And, you know, it's, it, it, you know, we don't believe in the Holy Trinity. You know, that's not a real thing. You know, God is God. You know, Jesus is Jesus. There is no El Padre, El Espíritu Santo. You know, it's it's a trip relearning all of that stuff but then yeah as you progress you just start to look at that as a natural adjustment and they have the same rules as everybody else you know you don't believe in you know i mean joe's witnesses are a little bit different where they it's like you're not supposed to join the military they definitely forbid divorce and you know they frown upon the same normal things and drunkenness and homosexuality and whatnot but it's yeah man like you're not supposed to if once you get heavy into it and you like dedicate yourself to the church you're really not supposed to mix and mingle with people that are outside of the church and outside of your beliefs man it's 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 a trip dude i mean it was weird all the time huh both of you guys drink all the time i I didn't say i'm still a practicing jehovah's witness yeah just because i drink doesn't mean i drink in excess to the point where i'm passing out drunk see that's not full and of drunkenness. I do, Go ahead. I'm not admitting to <laughs> <laughs> We're not say. going to put that on record. There's one thing I've seen during the COVID is Instagram stories and my friend. Yeah, I do. I'd love to drink. I love to drink wine, whiskey, beer, yeah. and anything in between. But whether I'm going to be posting me pissed drunk on the floor, that's a different story. I don't yeah. think anybody's going to do that. Yeah, yeah. excessiveness. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, it's weird, man. I mean, again, and like this is where I met a big challenge in continuing my belief in overall religion. Because again, growing up Catholic, then becoming a Jehovah's witness, then becoming a born again Christian. And I was like, how the fuck can there be so many different things? And, you know, I, I took time to start practicing, like not practice, but I read like part of the parts of the Quran and like, try to understand like those beliefs. And it's, you know, that's where I got, I was just like, all right, man. So we all believe in one thing, but, somehow we have all these different sets of rules and now our Bible's correct and yours is wrong and these standards are right and yours are wrong and that's where I really fell off because I was like, God, just I can't keep up with all this, man. I have peace in my heart from a certain place and I don't need something to define that. But And I agree with that. Yeah. I, I, I'm completely cool with your belief system is your belief system. Sure. If that makes you happy, great. I'm not here to tell you that what you're doing is wrong or what I'm doing yeah. is right. Teach their own. At the end of the day, as long as we have peace in our hearts, we're cool with everyone. Yeah. I have no hatred towards anyone at all whatsoever. You know, I have my own stuff that I need to worry about. I, gotta, <laughs> I got my wife. I got my kids that yeah. I got to raise. Last thing I need to worry about is trying to change your mind specifically because sure. your thought process is different than my pro- thought process. And, and I've had a lot of people have told me like, oh, man, you shit on religion. And I'm like, no, I don't. I 
I give people a hard time for trying to weaponize their religion for coming at you and, you know, the people that I have arguments that are like, oh, you know, homosexuality is wrong. I'm like, yeah, well, if your wife slept with somebody else before you, you're actually supposed to stone her to death. Oh. You know, you wear two different garments. You know, you're supposed to fucking sacrifice an animal like practice the whole Bible, not what you think is right in front of you, you know, and that's where that's what I that's what I get angered about. And I'm not trashing religion. My mom is deeply religious and spiritual. A lot of my family is and I love them. I respect them. I, I, I accept you know, their passion and their beliefs, but I, I hate the people that weaponize it. Like, you know what bothers the shit out of me? Sports athletes. Oh man, thank God for that win. And I'm like, so God hates the other team? Duh. The people on the other Down team. Down with the Raiders. Yeah. Down with the Dodgers. The guy Down on the other the team Lakers. believes in God, but God was like, nah, fuck this guy today, man. I wanted to help this guy. I'm, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Like, it gets me so frustrated hearing that shit. I couldn't have done this without God. I'm like, damn, dude. Does the other team know that? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, again, like, I just, I feel like people weaponize their beliefs in order to fit their narrative, but it's not just religion and what you do that with. You know, people do that with a lot of stuff in their life. Caesar and rent. <laughs> <laughs> Religion is a touchy subject for a lot yeah, of very people. It's touchy, very personal. Man. Yeah. I, I don't want to come at the Colombian with his big head. I was just curious because I, no, I, no, no. That's I honestly, and you too. Jesus Christ, both, both of your guys' parents or dads left. Both of you guys are Jehovah Witnesses. I feel like there's a like a, a, a prerequisite to become a Jehovah Witness or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's certain boxes. You can't None. have a dad growing up. Again, I remember, dude, it was like two or three years that we were in the church, and I was just like, I, you know, at that time, I was at that age where I didn't get to choose what I wanted to do. It was in cabron, a la pinche misa, y ahí te quedas, you know? And, but, you know, by the time I had a chance to make my own decisions, and I was like, all right, I'll figure this out on my own. And again, man, I've been, through I feel what's a different different swim in in my adventures with religion because again born raised Catholic Joe was a witness and born again Christian and I mean dude at one time in classes and I were having this talk man I was so involved with the church I was four days a week man Monday night I was at Damn. Bible study Wednesday night we were having a prayer group and you know Saturday we were there with a ministry team and Sunday I was there for all three services man like it was I was heavy in the church man at one point in my life. I I'd never I never would have pictured you with that. Yeah, right. glasses and I've had really yeah. really good conversations like a, about you're like this. a womanizer. <laughs> <laughs> good for you, man. Um, Jehovah Witness trivia: most famous Jehovah Witness? Tupac. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. There's plenty uh, of people that have been yeah. uh, uh, grew up being a Jehovah's Witness. Go ahead, give me um, one. The most famous one. It's been too long. I'm gonna to say tell you Selena. That. Because I saw the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. Selena. I saw Selena, the movie, you know? No. There's she's, plenty of rappers that grew up. She's our god, though. Oh, damn. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> Religion, man. Religion is like politics, and we try to avoid it as much as possible. But I think within homies, it's 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 cool to probe and prod and ask questions. Because I don't, I don't know. Because we can a, have these discussions yeah, and, we can, not, and not act like you know, bits and It's about not like it. we're being like, uh, what's it called? Falta respeto. Lack of respect no. for what we're not, I'm not, we're not disrespecting all, each other. Man. I'm just, I'm, for me personally, I'm just curious about yep. the Jehovah Witness. Yeah, no, it's cool. The, the Jehovah's, the religion as a whole, you know, if I had an Amish friend in front of me, you better believe I'm going to ask an Amish person, like, you know, how many licks does it get to get inside of the Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pop? <laughs> like, you know, like, how much do you have to churn butter and turn it into something creamy and juicy? I'm <laughs> just we, curious are, about Are we thinking things. about the same things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, what? Um, You're watching one too many cartoons, man. No, I'm just, I, I, here's the thing. And now having kids, like I see me in them. Oh, that's they a true, are man. inquisitive. They ask questions for everything to the point where they're annoying. Why? Why? How? How? Why? What? Daddy? Like they don't, they don't be quiet, bro. They all no. they do is ask questions for everything. Everything is a question. It turns into a debate. Turns into like a going back and forth. And they're still little. So I could only imagine what's going to happen in like five years when they're teenagers, not even teenagers yet, but pre like adolescent dudes, just so many questions. We were talking earlier too about um, raising kids and how we raise our kids. And I laughed because we were talking about like, we've given, we, we give our boys baths, we give our kids showers, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, I, I gave my boys baths and then it, it, and it just raises questions to them like, daddy, like, I look like this, you look like that. You know, it's like mm -hmm. I feel comfortable with with them feeling secure in, 
and, and knowing that their body is their body, you know, it's just a weird, it, it's a weird age for them because they have a lot of questions and I just need to make sure that the the biggest thing that wifey and I always try to like convey is like that they're comfortable in their own skin. Yeah, man. We were talking about circumcision earlier, you know, Oof. like from vasectomies and everything, but we, were, we, we transcended into like circumcisions and then like all my boys are circumcised and we used to like when I take a shower with them and like, you know, they, questions arise. And the biggest, the biggest proponent for me was like, I want my boys to realize like, you know, we're the same. So that way they don't grow up. Cause I, once upon a time I read uh, an article about how it's important for children to know that they're not viewed or view themselves differently as their dad, if they're boys, uh, uh, whether they're circumcised or not, you know? So these are all things that I never really had to encounter until I became a dad, obviously. And now like, that I'm a dad, I, like I'm circumcised, my kids aren't mm-hmm. because I remember that my. Do you si- give them a bath? Do they take a shower with you? Nah, once they're old them? enough to take care of them, like to shower themselves. I just said, you know, make sure that you use enough soap down there, and you you should be good to go. And the only reason we ended up doing it that way is because my oldest sister she gave this like long story about how like when her son got circumcised, they had to like hold him down and tie him down, and it freaked my wife out. How so old was he? No, I mean, he was a newborn baby. Oh, okay. 26. He was like, God damn, <laughs> you can't circumcise was, a teenager, bro. He was 38, and uh, <laughs> no. And so that happened, and so my wife freaked out. And to me, like, I was like, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, it didn't, it, it wasn't, I didn't grow up in the, with the mentality of like, oh, well, if you ever have kids, you have to circumcise them, or you should or you shouldn't. And I know that nowadays, like, whether you are, whether you're not, I mean, we have enough, you know, uh, what was it like? soap or you know like like teachings or methods of how you got to maintain and, and keep your body clean that it doesn't really matter whether you circumcise your kids or whether you don't because it's not like we're you know out living in tents or whatever whether we, we don't have clean water or soap to be able to continue uh to to clean ourselves on a regular basis so to me it didn't matter it wasn't that big of an uh, of an issue so when my wife said she didn't want to do it i didn't press it and neither one of my kids are circumcised that's crazy. The, the Jehovah religion does that have anything to do with that? It's not. Nah. I'm, I'm trying to remember if the, if the Catholic decision. religion has anything to do with that. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not educated. So, I'm yeah. not educated enough in that religion. Yeah. I mean, we're not raising our kids under any religion. I was talking to Joshi about this the other day too. Is like, I'm gonna let my dudes decide what they want. Another when man that's deeply spiritual and deeply religious, but you can have a good conversation with the guy, man. Like he'll never hold those beliefs against him. He, he's and we got to. Oh, damn, he got mad at us for talking about religion. He just stormed Why out of here, dip, bro. You got to dip. Yeah, I got to dip. So sorry to cut my part of this conversation. <laughs> cut my part like a circumcision. <laughs> sorry to circumcise my time this. here. No, but I got to go pick up my kids. So I'm gonna pick up this conversation next time I'm invited. If I get invited again, because I don't know how people are gonna respond to me being a Jehovah Witness. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Before the are people like um heavily opinionated against jehovah witnesses oh man oh hell yeah I'm sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah like even when i tell people that that's something i used to do oh man what a lock of what a load of shit and it's not like well first off it was 15 years ago yeah i didn't even y'all continue this conversation i didn't i'm gonna yeah. come back next i didn't, time. I didn't know go? that Pizza that was like i didn't know that there was um what's it called a Prejudice, that's the word I was looking at. A prejudice yeah. against Jehovah's Witnesses. Well, I mean, it, again, and this goes back to my point earlier, is that everybody has this preconceived notion on what religion should be based on their beliefs. And if you bring an outside perspective into that, it's, it's no, 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 no. That's not what my Bible says. That's not what we practice. And all that's of a sudden, crazy, it, that's, you know, that's why there's all these damn religious wars, man. Yeah, parte de eso, like, punto y aparte, bro, right now with COVID, I just feel like, segments of our population have been heavily enforced Mm -hmm. like you believe in certain things that's your area that's your box that's what you're staying in that's what you're fighting for it's a crazy time to just i don't know man yeah. Oh, we've it's had too trip, much man. time to think about things. Oh, ah, we have dude. we have had too much time to think about things. Uh, well, you know, which is good and bad, and that's true for most people. You and I have not had the time that most people yeah. have had, man. You know, you more than anybody have stayed hustling, and you know, I've stayed busy. But yeah, it's it's just it's there's a lot of things that have happened in the outside world that have given us the more to talk about, man. But again, it just goes to show when you have at the end of the day, no matter what your religion should be, it. Whatever your beliefs are, 
it should ultimately end in love, peace, and understanding. Am I not right with any fucking religion? So Always. the ability to not come back to that is what's so frustrating. And that's like when, uh, when I bring that religious conversation up to certain people, it's great. And that's why I love talking with Josh Kimball about that man and his homie, that, uh, Chad Brewer, one of the owners of Plan Nine, man, like deeply religious people, but they're willing to conversate with you knowing that your beliefs are very, very different from them because they they just they have an understanding now more than ever you got to live in the gray I yeah keep, i keep i feel like this is like the 17th show that i said that in a row the gray yep. the gray is the area El where the black meets the white and there's no right or wrong it's just like an area where you have to be open-minded and you have to be receptive and understanding to people's beliefs yep. and and believe in compromise yeah because right now i feel like most of these issues that we're dealing with is because people are resisting compromise yeah i'm right you're wrong i'm waiting uh yeah uh. it's a trip dude everybody wants to force that in and again like i don't get mad about it because my mom teaches natasha about religion my sister my brother-in-law who are deeper religious beings they they preach that on her and that's fine you know because in my mind i'm like i'm gonna let this little girl develop her own train of thought her own individuality, her own thought process, and one day she'll come to her own conclusions. I'm not going to force anything on her. That's As a parent, that's not what I want to do. I don't think that that's, in my mind, the proper uh, way of parenting. You know, uh, Trust me, there are certain things between teaching them right and wrong, but that's not right and wrong. That's just your own conclusions that you're forming, and that's a trip. And it's funny how you said, you know, talking to your little boys about changes in their bodies and all that stuff. Woo! That's a... That's a conversation to have with a little girl, you're man. You're gonna have it. Yeah, a single dad. I, mean, I couldn't even imagine. So your young, your young lady is six, six, just turned six. six. Man, I do not envy your role because Ugh. as a single dad, Whoa. you're gonna have your hands full, I'm just kind of going over. But yeah, the good thing about you is you have a nice network of friends. You, you Absolutely, know, you know. And I, her mom is very involved. Every time I say I'm a single dad, I don't want to ever be mistaken that I don't give credit to the role her mom. Oh, but plays I know in that. But I mean, yeah. when she's with you, she's with you. She's with me. Yeah, you know, she's man. with you, and she sees the way I act. Yeah. And you know, and I like to set that standard Good. high. You know, and that's why I open her doors for her. That's why I, I feel sorry for the boyfriend that comes into her life. Oh, He's going to have big ass shoes to fill. He not is ne- the biggest. Not man. necessarily because you have small feet. I mean, but just because metaphorically speaking those are nah, going to be man because i know you pride yourself on being a gentleman and, and doing the right thing when people ask me why i have two phones it's because you know my daughter has, for the once, plug and for the, has one told me <laughs> hey you spent too much time working you spent too much time on the phone so now i'm creating that balance and that work phone goes away and i give her my attention and you know i do the things that i know mean a lot to her and you know make her happy and those are the kind of things that i I create i create repetition in her life that shows her what's right and what's wrong in my eyes and now i'm not a perfect parent no one ever is but i i feel like i'm pretty damn good at what i do and you know like i buy her flowers every single month and she comes to expect it and it's not because it's a materialistic thing it's because i'm thinking about her i tell her you know what i mean like hey this is the standard that i'm setting and Laverne. Somebody somebody just popped into the building really Man, quick. Megrito Laverne. What did she tell you? Nothing. I scared the shit. We're going up the stairs. Bernie's hardcore, she, bro. Bernie's hardcore. Well, that's why I need, that's like when she she squared up. I mean, I'm like, I'm about to get fucked up right now. Yeah, valio. You know, but it's a it's a trip raising kids as it is, man. But when they get into the age where they're more inquisitive and they wanna know, and for me it's like my mind takes off into different places. And again, you said it best, man. I'm so lucky that I have so many wonderful friends from so many different backgrounds and yeah, so many different places that I can pick their brains. And, you know, it's difficult to be a woman in this day and age, man, and people trying to control Bro, your body. It's difficult to make... be a decent human in this day and age, you know? <laughs> it's like, I love it, huh? what is this going on right now? The cancel culture. Oh, God. Man, it's crazy. But it's you know what's so funny? I don't know that there's a cancel culture to the extent that people talk about because the people that are complaining about that are the people that have a platform in order to be canceled on like you're not you're you you you're not given that you shouldn't expect that man your plateau doesn't mean you're always going to stay there whether you're a celebrity or what it may be you're getting canceled because you have this pedestal to be on and you know whether you keep it or not it's on you like everyone complained, well, I'm getting canceled. Well, fuck, be thankful you had a place to be canceled from. And so you think being canceled is a privilege? 
to an extent like i i laugh at it man where it's like oh man well you know i'm getting canceled because of something i said something i did man everybody's come back from the dead at some point from something they said or did you know and i'm a living example of it man i i fucked up a lot of my life and i've spent a lot of time and a lot of hard work rebuilding where i am right now so yeah, not enough and then everything's the end but you said it best that right now it's everyone's so touchy and everyone wants to operate in a hardcore left or hardcore right instead of just allowing themselves to think all right there's a middle ground there's a gray area and we can live in there but now nah, that's not everyone's stance man they're burning fucking a circle and saying this is where i stand and there's nothing that can come in nothing that can go out dude the, the hardcore left and the hardcore right are more in common than they think, man. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like they're, they're, they're closer to one another than they're mm-hmm. not. And, and it's weird. And it's just the way people think. And it's just been a crazy time, man. Yeah. I've been trying to teach my daughter, man. Just go out and be good to people, man. The shirt I'm be good humans. right now. Random acts of kindness anywhere, man. That's my buddy's foundation. Ricky Smith, Rick, man. Yes. One of the best human beings you will ever meet in your life. A guy that Offended. literally. Offended. Why? I thought I was. No way, there can be more than one oh, okay, way. Cool. The guy that literally has dedicated his life to serving others, to being selfless. And, you know, this foundation was started on the belief that you can go out and do just one small, simple thing and it'll inspire either that person or other people to go out and do the same for other human beings. And that's what I always just tell Natasha. Kill people with kindness. Go out there and just do things, whether they're big or small. And those, it'll steamroll. It'll start, it'll just start the conversation it'll start good practices it'll start good you know it, it does so much when you go out and do something that simple and uh it's lost this day and age man it's it's tough to think that being kind and being good to people is something that's a rarity but unfortunately yeah Ugh. it's a trip man it, it's 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 weird this day and age man it's sad to look at the news sometimes it's sad to read different things well let's close the chapter on that for the for the day for the day. Sasito. Let's get into something exciting. Oh, something exciting. Oh, yeah. Virgin beer. Tell me about it. How are you guys adapting to this new model? Like we mentioned earlier, I feel like the toolbox of wrenches, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's got to be running out because we've had to adapt more than five times in the last four months. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I right. legitimately feel like every couple of weeks, every few weeks, is, it, there's a new mandate. There's a new way of doing things. Yep. There's a new protocol. We get visits from ABC. We, we we have to make sure that we have food. You have to make sure that everyone's outside. It's on the same ticket. You know, it's on the same ticket. Somebody's oh seating you. Here's breaking news. I had a bar and I had a brewery, and now all of a sudden I have two restaurants. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. But, but we have the opportunity to pivot. We have the opportunity to adjust yep. and, and and modify our business model in order to to fit within the guidelines of the parameters of what the uh, the state is is requiring from us. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. So I mean, what's like, up? Because I know we're you like know. we're like everybody else, yep. man. Earlier today, we decided initially when these new lockdowns came into effect. Um, we thought we were just going to go back to the old school to go model, which is funny to think old school, but that's what became the normality for three months it's pick up to go home delivery shipping within the state of california all of that we thought that's what we were going back to and then we decided we're in this semi-isolated area we're kind of a destination brewery we have this huge wide open parking lot that we share with two businesses a golf retail store and a storage facility that are not open on the weekend so you know our neighbors are great they love us and we said all right let's try it out because we built this brand new suite that's going to be for private events sweet can't have private events doesn't look like that's going to happen any fucking time soon you know gatherings of more than 10 people are a thing of the not so distant future <laughs> you know what i mean so all that furniture that we had put together for there that now went out into the parking lot earlier today we bought a bunch of umbrellas some tents and it looks nice yeah it yeah, looks man. very nice. It looks like it's always been part of the uh, the master plan for Virgin. Yeah. It doesn't look like it was just strung together all of a sudden. No. You know what? But it looks like, you know what? This is this is what we always had planned. This is what we're going to do. But look at you look at your sidewalk, man. It's the same thing. It's like you 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 adapt. You adapt, you improvise because you realize that that's the only way to survive and unfortunately not everyone's going to have those options, not everyone's going to have the ability to do that and 
I honestly think this second wave of closures is going to knock a few more people out. Oh, for sure. No doubt. I mean, the first, the first wave of closure took a large chunk of businesses and just put them to sleep and put the other, the other half of the brewery's businesses and knocked them back. It it just made you like take a step back and reassess where you are Mm -hmm. and what you need to do to continue being where you are. And then the second one came in and it's like, I feel like this one's going to get more people. But what I do like about Third Avenue, I can true la vista. Everything looks awesome on Third Avenue. Yeah, man. All the businesses are out in the street. It looks exciting. You know, I feel like in, in the near future, not too distant future, eventually the city of Chula Vista is going to have to recognize that this is the new model. This is how we're going to have to um, operate if we're going to survive. Not necessarily just us, but everybody else on the block that's in the same industry, the service industry, restaurants, bars, breweries, whatever, whatever it is. They're going to have to close the street. It's San Diego in general, man. Like the weather that we have, uh, we should be allowed to do this year round. It's conducive to outdoor chilling, absolutely, man. Drinking, co, what is it? Coexisting, meandering about. Yep. There's so many businesses that I've gone to visit now, and I'm like, man, should always be this way. (sighs) Ah, I'm drinking this. Keep it Simcoe IPA. Mm -mm, Every time you come in, that's when I drink beer. Actually, today I've been drinking beer all day. Uh, we brewed, we didn't brew, we, uh, we canned the San Diego. Um, and fortunately for me, Ruben, you, El Caesar, and the Colombian, Junior, came through and helped me can at least, what, 10 cases, I would say? I didn't keep count, but yeah. Yeah, it, we, we, we did enough cases to, to survive the, the, weekend. Um, the, the weekend. And my dumbass decided to start promoting and publicizing that Friday, new beer coming in cans, available in four packs to go. And my tooth has been bothering me, and I've just been overwhelmed with the Elwood. The Elwood, bro, the Elwood. We, uh, Maddie, <sighs> Maddie took the reins on the Elwood and has a whole new landscaped outdoor adventure area. Um, it looks nice, though. It, it looks, looks nice. real nice. We had to turn our establishments into restaurants, bro. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Trip, yeah. It's I'm a restaurant you tour gotta, now. You got to partner with a food truck and sell it on your ticket to go out there and be able to even sit somebody down so that they can enjoy a drink. And again, man, adaptability. There's a lot to be said about it. And the credit that people are not getting is absurd because, man, business owners are going above and beyond it, right now. And it's not easy, man, setting up these fucking tents and tables and it barrels. It is a crazy time to be a small business mm-hmm. owner. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Meanwhile, the companies that are getting bailed out are companies that don't necessarily need the money and people like, you know, like yourself and the O'Briens of the world, like that. The fact that they have some sort of, you know, any kind of assistance pales in comparison to the money that's being thrown out, man. It's but it, that that's the here it is. I haven't been a small business owner for too long. What is it now? Like four or five years. But in that time, I've learned you've got to be assertive, bro. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've got to learn to to work within the guidelines uh, of legality. You, you've got to. You've got to extend a dollar. You got to make it last longer. Yeah. It, it's crazy. I mean, it, it's not for, como se dice el dicho? It's not for the faint of heart. The faint of heart. Like it, 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 you got to have a certain level of, of crazy to be a small business owner because you got to constantly be thinking outside of the box. Take Fortunately, I'm here with, with my man. partner, Kevin, and, and, and my mama. We're looking over the books. Like we're in a position where, we sit down every two weeks, we have a meeting, we go over budgeting, we go over financing, we go over what's needed, what needs to get paid, what we need to obtain. And it just, having a, having a support group, a team, here it is, the secret that I think it is, the secret to just, just making things work during murky waters, choppy choppy waters, everything, pelo is surround yourself with people who have the same goal and aren't willing to take shortcuts, you know? That's the truth, with, man. With, with the brewery and, and with the bar, like I surround myself with Matt, we we do things the right way. We don't try to take shortcuts. We don't try to cut corners. We understand what the rules are. We sit down. We look at the rules and say, okay, cool. These are the new rules to play this game. Yeah, let's learn these rules. There's something to be said about that. Let's 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 learn the new game. And lastly, let's take over this game. Yeah. So with the Elwood, I feel like dude, the Elwood, they keep shutting us down us meaning all the industry but we keep coming back and more importantly we keep coming back and the customers are there bro the customers are there 
So that's crazy to me. That's a testament to how we operate that business. Yeah, man, because your regulars stay regulars and then you gain new people. And there's something to be said about the amount of work that you put in and the amount of respect and admiration that the people have to continue to follow because people get to ultimately choose where they spend their money. And the fact that they're going to you over and over again with all these changes means that you're doing something right. Then there's the brewery. The brewery falls within the same parameters. Take a step back. Okay. You have to order food to hang out inside of the brewery. Let's adapt. Perfect. Okay. No one's allowed inside of the brewery. It's going to only be to go and delivery. Okay, fuck it. Let's buy a delivery van. Let's start packaging our beers. Let's do four packs. Okay, cool. We adapt. Okay, you're going to require food. Nobody can be inside of the brewery. Everyone's got to be outside of the brewery. Yep. All right, okay. Let's take, an, let's take, let's, and, let's take yeah. another weekend to figure this out. Okay, perfect. Now we're going to get a food truck. We're going to work with the local vendor. We're going to have tickets that we that are on our menu, on our, on, our, on our POS system to sell them food and a beer. Okay. Bro, I don't know what else you're going to throw at us. You know, and at this it's going to be like then, every fucking menu guess. has to have a vegan option or, <laughs> or, or it's got to be gluten free if they're going to be yeah. drinking or yeah. it's like, God damn, it's, honestly, bro. It's like we roll with these punches and I can see what some businesses are just saying. You know what? It's not worth it. I'm not in. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go on hiatus. I'm going to take a break. And then the cherry on top is, oh, hey, you're in the midst of a pandemic. Where it's like roaring across the the zip code that we're currently in, down in the Chula Vista, down in the South Bay, down in all of Southern California, is just raging like one of our wild fires in October. It's just going nuts, and it's like, excuse me, that's on top of what we currently have to adapt to. Not my misery. So when I talked to you earlier about having to go to the the doctor because my tooth hurts, or looking into it and being like, oh, it, it, it could be stress. It could be stress. Like I, I was telling my mom, my mom, she was telling me, "He's like, dude, you, 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 you shoulder a lot of a lot of responsibility." And I'm like, "I know, but that's I. I feel like I'm built for that. I feel like that's that, how you thrive. You know, I feel like okay, cool. Things are getting fucked up right now. Not a problem. Handle it. You guys step aside. Still handle this responsibility. But I'll, I'll, I'll take it and we'll go. Give it to me. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. We'll make it happen. But." How long can I keep that up, bro? I feel like, honestly, I told wifey we were having a conversation. I said, I feel like I'm breaking down. I, I feel like everything hurts. I, I have a short, like, I don't know. I just, my tolerance level has gone down for better or for worse. Unfortunately, like, I, who who do we take that shit out on the most? Our most, our loved ones, because those are the ones we're around with the most. So I feel like it's unfair. Cheekless helped me a lot. He's helped me a lot on how to approach situations. I don't think I give him enough credit for uh, joining the podcast and 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 just helping me with a. Uh, He's just got a good mentality. Looking, He's got looking, a good yeah, like looking, putting myself in a more positive position. Like, yeah, like think about it. Like ever since he came in and, and joined me and and been a part of my life, like um, I'm doing more like for the community. I'm actually going to yeah. join committees. Uh, I get home. I, I I disconnect from the negativity that I bring home from work, from the businesses, and I just deal with my family. Simple things that when you're in the thick of it. You don't even see. Yep. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, fuck. Bottom line, I'm happy. Bottom line, you're Some happy. Bottom like, line, our businesses yeah, are man. opening. Our business are open. Our businesses we're, are open. We're operational. We're functioning. We're, we're thriving. Figuring it out. We're looking at ways to grow it. We're helping each other out. Bro, yeah. Thank That's, you for coming down and helping me hey, can man, today. Anytime. Though. If, hey, man. Family's family. One way or another. I got to look at I ain't your family. Oh, I was talking about the Colombian. All right, cool. <laughs> and Jehovah's Witness, my fellow Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness. That's a trip, bro. Yeah, man. That's a trip. I need to learn more about the Jehovah religion oh, because man. I there really is, I mean, know. I know there's like a belief in there too that it's a predestined list of people that go to heaven. I want to say it's somewhere around like 140, 150,000 people. And it's, I don't know, man, it was, it was a lot to keep up with, dude. And again, man, like it's, it's a whirlwind of things that I've learned about religion between, you know, the Catholic church, you know, Jehovah's witness, Christianity, and trying to study outside of that just cause, you know, I've always been just so, so fascinated by, how this all came to be and how there's so many different belief systems. But at the end of the day, just fucking be a good human being. All man. dogs go to heaven. What the fuck? I don't know where that fits in. It just seemed like <laughs> a good <laughs> God, You couldn't have thrown like a mortal technique at me or something, man. <laughs> Immortal technique. 
We don't really, a, we don't talk about hip hop too much. Yeah. Hell is not a place you go if you're not a Christian. Exactly. It's a failure of your life's greatest ambition. Immortal technique talks to me. I damn know. He me. speaks to me. <laughs> I remember I was 20, early 20s, 23, 22, 23, before I was married. And some dude, it's a Filipino cat that I used to work with in banking, said, hey, bro, this mixtape right here, this is right up your alley. I was like, why? He's like, just listening to you talk and what you do, listen to this shit. And it was Immortal Technique, Damn. The Revolution, Volume Revolution, 1. Yep. And I was like, all right, cool. And then the first song I hear was the Pinchy. Dance Peru- of the Devil? No, no, no. no Peruvian but- Cocaine. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's yeah. part. That's in part two. The, but, okay, then dun, it was dun, the. Yeah. Dun, dun, and then it's a soundtrack pretty much for the Pinchy Scarface. And, and it gives you the whole breakdown of, uh, of yeah. how cocaine comes into the States yeah. from muling, from building in the forest, from just every cultivation, ain't no, distribution. Ain't no poppy fields in Harlem. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's a great song. That's and from there, I went down the song. rabbit hole of immortal technique. Yeah, man. That motherfucker weaves a tale with words and storytellers like I don't that. give a fuck what the music is yeah. on Holland For him, it's like, for him, it's like, I don't, I don't care what the music is. I'm just listening to him flow and the way he connects things. Yeah. He had a song about a, a girl that he fell in love with. Oh, God, man. Okay. And he was like, why? I'm not respectful to any women. This is the woman I'm most respectful to. I've given her my best of everything. And she's like, she's not letting me be with her. She's not letting me take her out. La, 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 whoop-de-woo. And then one day she just ups and leaves, but he leaves her. He leaves, She leaves him a letter. But he doesn't get it till he gets out of jail. And- yeah, that, he goes to jail. He doesn't come out. He's like, and the whole time he's probably living with the idea of like, why is this girl not talking to me? Yeah. She fucking hates me. Whoop-de-woo. Pa-pa-pa. Gets out of jail. He goes to visit her. And then he yeah, reads the letter, yeah. and then the letter says, I couldn't let you in because I had, had HIV. Yeah, HIV. And then by the time he read the letter, the young lady was passed. This motherfucker has a way of drawing you in Dog. and telling you a story. Homework assignment for all you guys. Listen to Immortal Technique, yeah, Revolutionary dude. Volume one, two. two. One and two, one and man. Two. Start one yeah. and two. But two's, two is a classic, but one is not bad either, man. That Listen to Dance with the Devil. Oh, Listen man. to Peruvian Cocaine. That was the first song I ever heard from them. When they played that song, I was like, what the fuck? Listen to No Strings. Oh. Listen to all of his shit, man. He's, he, he, he's amazing. Industrial Revolution. He's very controversial. The fourth branch of the government. Oh my god! He's very controversial. You may not all like his beliefs or nah, his thoughts, nah, but he's just—he just spits his truth. That song and he does with the key or one. Yep, dude. He's, he's one. He's, he's people. One. He's, he's a little savage, and I—I I, oh, I like that. He still comes. He still I like comes that to San Diego. He's ruthless. He still comes to, to, to San Diego on occasion. The World Beat Center in San Diego. Oh, is where yeah, he's I've seen. I've to. seen him there. I've seen him at Porter's Pub. I've seen him at. Um, belly up. This motherfucker legitimately made a career out of selling CDs out of the trunk of yeah. his car. Yeah. He had opportunities to sign with major labels and get paid, but he's like, nah, homie, I ain't got no strings. You ain't gonna pull me. I'm yeah. gonna do my thing. So he made his money, his fortune. He he built upon his fame strictly out of working out of the trunk of his ride. Yep. What does that tell you? That tells you the American dream is still alive and thriving. Control your own future. If you have a passion, if you have like something you like truly believe in, fuck it, bro. Who cares what everybody else's thinks? Just just do your thing. Do your thing. Get after it. The right people will believe in you, man. And the people that motivated. I just got motivated. The right people will believe in you. The right people will support you, man. Who gives a shit what everybody else thinks? Caesar, I just took a big gulp of the uh, keep it simple. First off, thank you. Second off, thank you again for coming back. Yeah. We had technical issues on the last episode. We did, man. That was a good that one. That was a good episode. But I heard it. I was like, ¿Qué pasó aquí? It's all like. I was telling Gennaro about that, man. I'm like, man, I recorded. I think it was one of our best episodes. And you call me. Casi lloré, güey. Neta? No, pero. Nah, let, me, let, me, let me see. Maybe story. maybe we can res- resuscitate it. Resuscitate it. Resuscitate right. it and, and make it better. Maybe it's like Jesus. Right now it's dead, but we're bringing it back to he life. coming back. I have an Easter bunny. <laughs> Anything else you got to say, Caesar? Before we go, this was a fun little quick hour updating, having fun. The no, Colombian man. was here, then he dipped. He probably go knock on a door. I don't know. Is that what Jehovah's Witnesses do still? <laughs> hey, they still do. It. Yeah? yeah, yeah. I see him in my hood all the time. Uh, I mean, a predicar. The high, no, the watchtower. The watchtower, yeah. La Atalaya. El, el high tower. No, watchtower, watchtower, watchtower. Watch 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 those, those, those. La Atalaya is in yeah, Spanish, bro. That's, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I need man. to learn more about religions. I don't give a fuck about religions, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. One day, 
before I'm dead and gone, I'm going to get an upside down cross on my body. Just basically, fuck religion. I believe in people. I, I believe I believe in a higher being. I don't believe, I do not believe in religion. I believe in you too. I believe in you, but I don't believe in religion. I don't, oh. I don't believe. He said a higher being and I thought oh, you were talking to me. Higher okay. being? I'm a high ass bean. Pinchy frijolero está bien high. No, pero no me lo trajiste para estar bien high, güey. I'll take you home right now and I'll show you what's up. Caesar, a pleasure. As Be kind always. to each other. Yo, Do these good. are new mics, so we're not going to have that issue anymore. I wait. These are new mics. I don't know if you saw these. Uh, we. I've seen this in the Dr. Dre videos. These are so, nice ones. These are nice mics. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still tweaking. I'm still looking at a way to make this podcast better. One thing that we are going to do. Um, on a monthly basis, hopefully starting next week, um, having a movie night at the brewery yeah, or at the this. Elwood where we um, put it out to you guys to choose a movie for us. To just, and it's, you know, because sometimes I, th- I feel we get we get stuck in the in the thick of the weeds of of topics like politics, social injustice positivity parenting shit that matters a lot to us shit that that, that it, 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 it's a big part of the pie and and you know it's a, the slice of the pie is huge as it relates to our lives but every now and then i feel like we got a wild out and just have a nice little relaxing episode so once a month we got good balance man because chiclet drives the positivity man keeps us on track keeps us focused we go a little bit of everything, everything. man you know and joshy is all about Positivity as well in religion. Yeah, and man. I noticed like his music. Music, but more religious. I'm sorry, more uh, politically based this last one. As okay. it should be. As Can't it should be. Because that's that's he Can't put out he dropped listen. a new song and, and great track. And I like that song now, bro. Yeah, me gustó un I liked it. Um But we got a little bit of everything for everybody, man. Even but I want to be more comedic. Once upon a time we were more comedic. We were just dicking well, We farts. always laugh, man. We, we always laugh, but I feel like con el turtle del Gavin, you el know, turtle like, del like Gavin. boots. All right, P. So yeah, moving forward, once a month, we're gonna have a movie night, whether it's here or at the Elwood, where we're gonna put it up to you guys to choose a movie. Um, the first one to kind of get it kicked off is gonna be Days and Confused. So obviously we're gonna be smoking, having edibles, probably eating burritos, whatever, and watching the movie and just shitting all over it, talking about it. Where were we? How were we? Why were we? You know, this movie is over 30 years old. This movie is like, what? Shit, this movie had Ben Affleck before he was Ben Affleck. It had a bunch of cool things. So uh, I was talking to my boy Gus. I was talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my, my boy Julio. And I feel that's like a, a killer combo of people just to like hang out, smoke, drink, eat, have the movie in the background, comment on the movie. And then start a tradition with that monthly. We put it out to you and see where you guys want us to watch. And, yeah. and we'll just shit on it, talk about our it, own, have a good own time. Mystery Science Theater. Yes, he's el pedo. Estamos, wey. Caesar? Always a pleasure, my man. Igualmente. Bring me some more machaca from Sinaloa. Te lo traigo, wey.